Hey you, it's me, Barney from Playtime. Remember, I promised I'd explain Playtime's awesome new diaper bags to you if you promised to go check them out. You haven't returned any of my calls, so this is my last resort. Playpacks are a multi-handle backpack diaper bag made from high-quality waterproof nylon by the folks at Playtime. Playpacks are able to fit up to six adult diapers with room to spare, and with their wide, reinforced main compartment, they stay open on their own during changes. Plus, if you're an overpacker like me, the Playpack has you covered with oversized elastic and interior pockets, as well as insulated cup holders. And they're not just good for diapers. With their inner zippers and front net pockets, they're the perfect size for school, work, or outdoor activities. I'll never need another bag again. Choose from a bunch of different designs, from adorable dino and sailor patterns to more discreet baby blue or blackout designs. These functional diaper bags will have you feeling super cute, whilst making sure you're always prepared for a change wherever you are. Well, I've upheld my end of the bargain. Now go check out Playtime's Playpacks and see which one's for you. Please, don't let me down. Yeah, okay. but welcome to, to, um, to recess time. Recess time, Yeah, okay. it's finally recess time now. So I jumped again prematurely. Oh, yeah, by like two minutes. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I thought we were recording. No! Silly puppy. Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to recess time. Ah, <laughs> uh, woof. We are also live streaming this for the very first time. Sitting on the hot seat with me is Dylan and Simba. Woof. It's not my hot seat my hot seat it's exactly it's your hot seat well the couch is the hot seat no this is my squishy seat to the live audience sorry we're um doing this recording for the audio listeners for like spotify and all that other stuff apple podcast but simba since you are trans puppy woof for what has that been like for you it's been interesting, honestly. Like, I've had a lot of ups. I've had a lot of downs. I've had a lot of people threaten to kill me. I've had a lot of people accept me willingly for who I am and not give me any problems at all. So it's just kind of a mixed bag, you know? I came out in Virginia, which is not the place that most people want to be coming out. Um, and I was met with a lot of kids my age looking at me and going, man, I'm going to turn you into a bloody pulp. And it ended up, like, at one point I had to get like, my classes switched because of some of these threats. But then, you know, I, I moved to Ohio. I got to kind of restart, you know, knowing... Uh, some of my friends recognized me from, like, when we went to kindergarten, but they accepted me, and that was honestly pretty relieving to me. Right. Honestly, I was like, I'm going to walk back, and all these people are going to be, like, dead naming me and, like, remembering me as this tiny little thing. So, follow-up question. When did you come out? I came out... And I was like 14. I was in the seventh grade. Um, I'd been talking to a bunch of friends. We were doing like that health class, sex ed. That health class? That health class, sex ed. You know, the classic. We're going to split you up by your biological genders. You know, we don't care how you identify. So I was put with the girls. But there weren't a lot of girls, thank God. There's just me, all of the like bi, gay, lesbian girls. Like I was friends with the curious ones. Um, And then like two other girls. So, like, my friends just started questioning me casually about, like, are you trans? And I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. In my head, before I came out, I was just like, I want to be a dude. 
And I didn't know that there were any other people that existed like me. I was like, this is baffling to me. There's a whole word that describes my situation. And we spent the rest of health class talking about that. And that was pretty awesome for me because I got to be educated about my own life in a sense. And then I promptly went home to my parents and explained this to them sitting on an overturned laundry basket in front of their closet. And they're both blind, but they're just kind of looking in my general direction. And they're like, all right, yeah, we, we kind of figured we kind of saw this coming. Pun intended. And, I, was um, like, I don't think they saw anything coming. No, no. Uh, <laughs> we saw this coming, pun intended, and uh, we fully accept you, and we want you to have a happy, healthy life. That's good. I'm so, glad to hear that. I know for me, so when I was learning about people being gay, people being trans, um, anything other than straight, I was always taught that it was a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that old. so Right. <laughs> and so, like, I think that's kind of funny that Within, what, eight or so years, maybe, you know, I suck at math, whatever. What? You know, that sounds about right. Eight, about eight or so years ago. Gays can either be good at math or English, not both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I suck at yeah, both. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not good at English. He's like, Bubby, how do you spell this word? How do you spell that word? Exactly. But. But see, I suck at math, so we balance each other out. Together, we make just an okay person. Yeah. But. I was always told that it was that they were mental illnesses and somebody who's gay that kind of like concerned me. I was like, Oh my God, I'm fucked up. And I'm, I'm one happy that we've somehow managed to um, learn from that and like have grown that it's not mental illnesses. Right. I mean, if you think about it for the longest time in the DSM five, the psychological book of mental illnesses, it was listed I actually it wasn't the DSM five. I think it was like DSM three or four. Yeah, probably. but you know what I mean. Like in that book, it existed. Like trans, you know, being trans was a mental illness. Being gay was a mental illness. Like it was ridiculous. So, puppy, what made you become a puppy? So, I mean, I've always kind of acted like a puppy. I'm not gonna lie. I was the weirdo in elementary school. Uh, Shout out to, you know, Lafayette Upper Elementary School, Fredericksburg, Virginia, for putting up with me running up the stairs on all fucking fours, um, basically whenever I got the chance and when there weren't, like, crowds of people in the hallways. I'm sure that they saw my ass on the cameras, but they never said anything to me or called my parents. I've watched uh, you do that at Bubby, uh, going up Bubby stairs. Exactly. And, like, it's just things that I've always done. I've, like, run around on all fours. I just have always done puppy things. And so when I was introduced to pup play... I was like, oh, this is, this is me. Like, this is my life. I feel like you literally went, woof. I did. I was <laughs> like, woof. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I literally, like, I had always told myself, like, I'm not quite a furry, but I have furry tendencies. And, like, pup play kind of is, like, more accurate of a description than that. Right. Um, so I have a question. So what, what brought you truly to, like, pup play? Like, because you can obviously like something, but not be part of it. Right. Like, so what drew you to that? Honestly, I had an ex, and this ex did end up being abusive. But this ex was educating me on pup play and was getting me really interested in it and was, like, explaining, you know, like, he had a live-in pup boy. And I was like, this definitely kind of sounds like my kind of, like, kinky lifestyle. Um, like, I'm, I'm totally, like, and then the pandemic hit. And I was stuck in my house. I was on TikTok and I saw all these other pups on TikTok and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is great. I wanna I wanna 
I want to be able to pop out like this and like, you know, be myself. And then I did that. Um, and that's kind of how I ended up getting kind of TikTok famous. It actually started off with some TikToks that I, I was just like messing around in my parents' house in Georgia. And then I was like living in North Carolina. I was like, I'm going to try to do some like blind educational TikToks. And that lasted for, I think, about four videos. And then I just started doing dumb shit. But then <laughs> I got my puppyhood and I felt a lot more confident doing my dumb shit. And, you know. Because it was funny because when we took pictures together, all of us like for the first time, I had people message me like, oh, my God, you know Simba? Like, he's from TikTok. Like, we're so jealous you're hanging out with him. I was like, wow, Also, this- like, my DMs are open. Like, I'm just saying. I may not always get the chance to reply. But, like, if you so- message him, you can message me, too. But see, the thing oh, is, I'm going to get involved. Oh, you can also message oh, Bubby, though. His DMs are also open. Oh, I'm hurt. But see, the Take him back was, your present. But see, the thing is, people are like, he's so adorable. We're like, we're nervous to meet him because we're like, we're fanboying over here and we're just nervous to talk to him. I was like, boy, just talk to him, you know? Right. Just say, hey, how are you doing? You and know? I'll be like, I'm he, doing fantastic. <laughs> you actually reply on like Fonsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that when I had to, um, you're like, oh my gosh, you get to hang out with, with Foxy? I was like, yeah. He's like, he never replies back. And I was like, give me five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was other questions I had for you that, because your life to me is really interesting because like I said in the last episode, I don't know what it's like to be trans. You know, I only know what it's like to be gay. Right. You know? It's, there's a lot of things. I mean, like, I go into the men's bathroom sometimes, and I have to wonder, like, you know, uh, is this, is this a situation where there's an open door stall? Like, am I gonna have to have one of my buddies, like, standing in front there guarding the door? Uh, there's one instance at, um, the Cove nightclub in Ashtabula, they kept their men's room door propped open, and it was just one, one toilet, one urinal, no stall, no nothing, and, like, all the other cis guys just going in there pissing together, like, it's no problem. But, like, me, I had to have, well, one of my friends had to pee anyway. So I had my one friend in there with me and my other friend guarding the door to make sure that no one came in. Because, like, you know, I don't know what the fuck will happen if they see me without a dick. Right. It, whereas my dad, my biological dad, when I first came out to him and was explaining all this to him, he was worried about me going in the men's room and getting assaulted, but I equally validated that going into the women's room in my current state would get me equally assaulted if they just saw me as a man. Whereas it would take a little bit longer and a little bit more effort to figure out if I was female to male in a men's restroom, and if you're really willing to go that far to look and see what kind of genitals I have, you're weird. I'm just saying. Right. Well, you didn't have a problem using the restrooms like at Union or Cabins. No, but also those were like single-seater locks on the doors. Unisex also, most bathrooms. of them were unisex. Yeah. So, like, I don't really usually have a problem with it. But there are instances, like, I've been in the airports with my stepdad. He's totally blind. I walk him in so that he can use the bathroom. And I put him at a urinal. I'm waiting for a stall. And, like, this guy comes up to me and goes, Hey, buddy, you know that there's urinals open right there? And I'm just like... Trying to think of something to say, and I just my bust. dad's blind. I'm making sure he's using the bathroom correctly. No, not even that, because that just makes my stepdad look like an idiot. And he can use the bathroom correctly. Trust me. Well, make house... sure that he's aimed correctly. No, he can aim himself. But I trust you. Like that's not an issue if you're blind. You learn how to aim. Like I'm not gonna sit there and hold it for him right. or watch him piss. For that matter, that's just weird. No, I just looked at the dude and busted out with, 
Yeah, I just gotta take a shit. I'm waiting for a stall. Did uh-huh. not have to take a shit. I just had to piss. But like, what else am I gonna say? Like, nah, man, I just prefer to pee in the stall. Like, that just makes me look weird to a regular dude. He's like, what the fuck? Right. So, um, just because I'm reading the comments and stuff from Instagram. You mean TikTok? Or is no, that from Instagram. Oh, that's Instagram? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Silly dog. Well, I'm blind. I can't I, read. It's okay. But, um, Cody, um, it says Cody the Wolf. I think it was like kind of like a wolf. Yeah. But it's like a furry wolf. It says, love the hoods. Wolf. Yeah. Um, some people were asking if you're in a diaper, but you're not, you're not a diaper pup. I'm not a diaper pup. Which is, you know, totally fine. My boyfriend says hi. Hi. In, hi, Michael. In hi, other Mikey. words, he said in, in other words, um, Instagram actually bleeped it out. <laughs> um, Mr. Andy, I see you over there. And uh, Michelangelo is actually going to go lunch pretty soon. So, But yeah, I, there's a bunch of people actually saying, like, you know, good for you. And you're, you're loving the story. My life is definitely full of interesting stories. Yeah, I mean, if you Both if about being anyone blind has and any being questions, trans. you know, if anyone has any questions, you know, now's the time to ask since we're live streaming. If Dylan can even read the comments <laughs> from my phone, I really can't. I was about to say I can't either. <laughs> I love s- you guys. I think my phone turned off, so I think quit, I think Twitter quit <laughs> on me. <laughs> Dylan's gonna put on his Sears. Uh, let me see if I can actually read these. <laughs> No, font's too small. Yeah. Uh, and that's with my big font, too. Yeah, that's... The, oh, my God. <laughs> I can see people joining because uh, it says so-and-so joined, right. so-and-so joined, but I can't read any of the comments. I love you guys, though. You guys are great. That's okay. I love it, though. Love it. Uh, so, Andy actually says he's been um, that he's been following you on TikTok for, like, the last, like, four months. Woof. And we're actually all from the Midwest. So I'm okay with saying where I'm from, but that's right, I mean, Simbo. I'm from Columbus, Central Ohio, puppy. I'm from Mount Vernon, which is halfway between Columbus and Akron. And I'm from Zanesville, so we're all fairly close. ish yeah, close. We're close ish, like within like an hour of each other, right? So we've all have managed to collaborate with each other, and we're all doing our photo shoot in like three days. Ooh. And oh my god, I have to tell you about that freaking story. Oh, yes. So, I woke up this morning, okay? Oh, he was so, so freaked out. And I have a message from... Um, the hotel. From, from the hotel and stuff. And it says, um, your rooms have been canceled because of Choice Hotels. Well, I didn't go through Choice Hotels for this, okay? I went through the main... Um, I went through the hotel, the actual hotel itself. Because of the fact that I wanted to get discounts and stuff from them. And... I've always been told never to work with third-party um, companies they doing suck. that because you can't work around with the hotel. So I get an email saying, hey, your rooms have all been canceled. <sighs> There's like $4,000 worth of rooms, you know, suites and stuff. They're all in the ship. 30-plus people. And I'm like, you fucking serious? Oh, my God. So I drive up there, and luckily enough, it's just up the road. And the woman's right there, and she's like, let me guess. You're here because about um, your room. It was like, yeah. First of all, she said, oh, nice to see you again. Yeah, because I'm <laughs> always there. I'm always there because of the fact that I'm literally trying to update things and just trying to make sure everything's going well because of the fact that I want this photo shoot to go very, very well. So we're doing our thing and stuff. And she's like, well, let me guess. You guys, you guys are here specifically for the rooms. I was like. Yeah, I just need to know, like, are the rooms canceled on? She's like, um, 
I don't think they are for you. I was like, because I worked with you guys, and she's like, yeah, you guys, you guys are good. I was like, thank God. <laughs> and she was like, well, I've already been called like four times, and people like trying to like you know beat me up and stuff because of choice hotels. Right, and this poor girl, she's just so, so she's like, I'm about to go smoke a cigarette, and then her phone rings, and it's yeah. some other person complaining about like hey, what the heck's going on? And she's just like, we can hear her in the background. She's just like, oh, it's just Choice Hotels. I'm just like, this poor woman. So, yeah, and that was it was kind of scary from that because I was like, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this stuff. Right, like I've worked in retail and definitely had my share of crazy people. Had a dude at Subway who was mad that we didn't have a certain type of bread and he decided to like throw things at me and my coworker and storm out. And then we had two older white people in there and they got a little racy and was like well it's a good thing he didn't shoot up the place and i was like okay we don't need to go that far what can <laughs> i get for you but it's just one of those things where this woman was getting in trouble for a third party company breaking their contract and it's not her fault and she's like i don't even work for choice hotels i work for this really nice hotel and i chose this hotel one because it's really freaking nice and then two it's the middle of nowhere for us, so it's great for the locations that we're doing. Right. And so I was just like, yeah, and then someone's like, I've never been in a hotel this bougie other than when I was in Puerto Rico. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, my stepdad took me to Puerto Rico last summer. I was like, this hotel is one of the bougiest hotels I've been to. I've been to a lot of bougie hotels, but, like, no, this hotel in, in like, for this area, bougie. Fucking bougie. Yeah. Also, Tobin's. Oh, my gosh. So somebody says, so somebody's talking about all four all my squeaky toys and um, dinosaurs and stuff. Most of these are actually given to me by a very close friend of mine. And so some of them, if you smack their ass, they actually roar. <laughs> um, this one was given to me when I was in Eastern stuff. So you um, crank it and it does the, um, you're my little sunshine. I have a lion squeaky toy, but it's upstairs. Oh, so since we're all here, let's talk about our... Uh, trip to Polaris and our karaoke night as puppies. Oh, dude. Oh, Polaris. That was fun. Oh, my God. So, I saw we... that woman, by the way. I saw actually saw both the women. Oh, um, my God. And they were like, oh, my gosh. Because I, I was like, yeah, I was here um, like Tuesday. And she's like, oh, my gosh. I loved you guys. <laughs> yeah. So we were just walking through the mall. Just all casual. It was me, um, Dylan, Griff, um, Pup Mystery. And we're just walking through and this mom what is it like an aunt a grandma like his whole oh yeah yeah Yeah. and they had this fucking family this had this little boy pushing a bit of little stroller and they just went wait guys my son wants to see you and pet you we all had our hoods on and we just like walked over and we crouched down and we're like waving at him and he got all shy and like hid behind his mom and she was like oh thanks for doing that guys I'm just like, yes. We got a woman inside of a card game store to follow Playtime on Instagram and Full on told her before she did, we're like, this is a kink thing. We just yeah. want to let you know. And she's, I like, was she's like, like, I love this. She started liking things. I was like, just so you know, there's like diapers and like pop hoods and stuff. I was like, just so you know. And she went, oh, that's ah, okay. She's like, oh, this shit's kind of hot. And she's like, this shit's it. cool. I love how you guys are just walking around and being yourselves. And expressing. Yeah. So, Bubby, let's talk about the karaoke night. Ooh. You seem to have a lot of fun at karaoke night. Um, I just got to say. Next time we go, we got to do What's Up Scooby-Doo. But what's the Scooby-Doo? Oh, like, uh, coming after you. like Samantha the Drag Queen did. That mystery. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. So, Simba, you wasn't with us. It was me, 
Atlas and Foxkey. We went to Union, right? And Mystery was working that night, but he knew we were coming. So Samantha, the one drag queen, did a dance as Velma. <laughs> and we all three went up to the stage to give her a dollar bill. Yeah. And instead of using like a breastplate to give her her breast, yeah. she used the Scooby-Doo graham cracker packages. Ha <laughs> yeah. And when, when all three of us puppies went up to the stage to give her one, she pulled the Scooby snacks out of her bra and was giving us to us puppies. Woof. Oh my god, it was amazing. Like we were all freaking out because like we saw Velma and then the Scooby Doo theme song. I was like, this is too perfect. I was like, guys, we have to go up on stage because everybody in the crowd's gonna fucking go nuts when there's three dogs up at the stage. When we were passing out candy at Halloween and Oh, that one we... girl with her mom. Oh yeah, that one girl was like, Oh my god, I love your masks. This is amazing. But then when um it was your son, right? It was in the Scooby Doo costume. Oh yeah. And yeah, my, he... yeah, my son. And he came up and I was like <laughs> Like, zoink, Scoob! Oh my god. So, there's a whole story about, like, my son. Um, So, before I started dating Michael, there was this girl, her name um, shall not be mentioned for privacy reasons. But... Lord Voldemort. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, like, she's one of my best friends and stuff. And literally, like, just after we broke up and stuff, um, we decided we were going to go partying and all this. Well... We decided we were going to get, like, pissed fucking drunk. The next Monday, I get a phone call from her. And she's like, I'm pregnant. I went, what? Ain't my kid. <laughs> but it is. And everybody, and so literally she told everybody that she's pregnant and everything. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, it's your child. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then we find this kid's freaking a fourth Filipino. I'm half Filipino. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's not my kid. So this kid is now the joke that is my child because everybody to this day still thinks it's my child. Even though so not. we told Foxy that it was my child. <laughs> yeah, but you, did you get a DNA test though? Oh, um, her mother wanted me to take a DNA test, and I was like, "Fuck no, I ain't taking no goddamn DNA test because I know it's not my child." She's like, "You need to take." It. I was like, <clears throat> "Cores, bitch." So let's talk about karaoke night. I. Bubby, you don't remember much that night, do you? Um, so I remember a little bit after like the first or second um, Scooby snack, but then <laughs> I got concerned when I saw the picture look like I was sucking Devlin's dick. Okay, those Scooby <laughs> snacks are actually double shots, so we all had technically four Boy. shots of Scooby snacks, even though it was two. But yeah, we went just... start off at Union. We went to a drag show, but it was it was to. A couple people are like, yeah, we're having a good time here, but, you know, we want to go do karaoke. So we're like, okay. I got pulled up on stage before we left, though. And had yeah. to twerk in front of the entire bar. And But you got a free shot out I of it. I did get a free shot. And I was better at twerking oh than gosh. the girl who was up on stage with me, I think. I don't really know. I kept looking at her to see what she was doing. And I was like, I think I'm doing better. Yeah, I the hope people, I don't really have that ass, though. The people were cheering for you. Like, Stop making freaking weird jokes in the chat. <laughs> I so, swear to God, I keep reading them. We left Union and went up to Cavins. And... A Irish pub. Yeah, it's an Irish pub. It's also LGBT friendly. So, I will go... Bubby and I go up to the DJ and we're like, Hey, we're going to do it in the end by Lincoln Park. And then, you know, everyone's going to have their own solo songs, which I did Blue on Black by Kenny Wayne Shepherd, And then Bubby, Simba, and Atlas... 
1985 by Bowling for, Bowling for Soup. I tried to sing What Do You Know by Ed Sheeran, but like, I was a little tipsy. I forgot the words, and then, you know, um, woohoo, can't really see that well, and I couldn't read the words on the screen, and then Bubby was standing in front of me going, and I was like, there's a lot going on, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm, well, and then, I, and then Bubby got to meet some of the people that I know, and I got Alice a free shot, because a couple people that recognize me are like, hey, Griff, let me buy you a shot. I'm like, guys, I've already had, you know, five shots already because someone else had bought me a Fireball shot. I was like, I've had two Scooby Snacks, which is technically four shots, and then another shot of Fireball. I was like, I got to drive, you know, pretty soon. I can't get drunk. Like, I'm I'm at the point where I'm going to stop drinking alcohol and just start drinking water so I can start sobering up a little bit before I have to drive. And they're like, well, go find a different puppy who's a good boy and they'll take your shot for you. So I was going to have Bubby or Simba do it, but Bubby was talking to a couple other people that I know. Yeah, I was on stage. Simba was on stage singing. No, I, oh yeah, I was that at Cavins? Yeah. Yeah, you were singing. And then Foxkey was talking to that porn star. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Nick Star. Oh. I am so sorry for... for that and him following me and like so then i saw atlas come out of the restroom i was like atlas come here he goes what's up i was like so there's these couple people that i know that want to buy me a shot i said but i have to drive soon he goes yeah I said, they've already paid for a shot i was like you're gonna do my shot for me he goes free alcohol i was like yeah he, i was like you don't have to pay for it he goes bro i'm down he goes up the stage he's like mystery you know this is uh voltron and this one is uh draco i said they're I said, Draco is a pup, and Voltron is his owner. I said, but, I was like, I can't take the shot because I have to drive everyone home soon. I was like, so you're going to do my shot for me? And he takes that fireball shot and downs it. And I was like, you know, Mr. why don't you get to know them, you know, so I can go. So he stayed, in, I was like, also keep your eye on Bubby so I can go check on Foxy and Ryan and Simba. And Mr. was like, all right. So, yeah, I was keeping an eye on... I was like, even though I'm Omega, I was like still keeping an eye on everyone. I was like, okay, there's... Battle by system! Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, even though I'm keeping my eye mainly on Simba because... I was, right. like, <laughs> I was like, I'm still keeping an eye on everyone at the bar to make sure everyone's safe, you know, having a good time and not getting into a bar fight. Um, so I have to say this because I was asked, but I was supposed to ask, are you a good boy? Sometimes. Are you a good boy? I okay. So I know it's no nut November. Ugh. Oh yeah, you failed. I have failed no nut November already, and that I've I've me. already told Sir, and I have accepted my punishment, whatever that may be, at the photo shoot. And he says he's going to give it to me at the photo shoot this weekend. So I'm going to be punished into a good boy again. Better. That's scary. Very, very oh, scary. Simbo, it was like, if I see Sir and you get ready to get punished, I'm going to throw run the other way. I'm not. Nope. nope mm -mm, mm -mm. I, uh, Exit only. On the stick. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not sure what Sir's going to do, but I asked him, I was like, can you bring a flogger so I can get some flogging? Uh, mm. I was like, it's been a, I said, last time I got flogged was back in September. And I kind of need a good flogging. And he's like, I will bring my flogger puppy, but that's not going to be your punishment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for later. Yeah. I was like, okay, now kind of worried because I don't know what punishment's going to be. punishment. Yeah, that's what he calls it. He calls it a punishment because it's fun for him, but it's a punishment for me. 
Stop being a bad puppy. I'm not bad. I'm just a brat. No. That's your fault. I'm just a squishy butt. Yeah, I know. Squish. Oh, speaking of, your diapers finally showed up today. I know. I just want to say, uh, North Shore, um, you feeling okay? Because we've been worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hardcore. Because, you know, we ordered something two weeks ago, and it just showed up today. It normally takes, like, maybe, like, four days. And then I got a couple messages from, like, other people that were like, Hey, is your North Shore stuff delayed? Because mine's been delayed for a while, too. And I was like, yeah, I just thought that they hated me. Did y'all die? But, you know, I sent them something on Twitter, and I don't think they replied back. They didn't like me very much. But I, mean, I gotta say, you got so excited that your diaper showed up you that did. you poofed all over your muzzle and your no, muzzle was white. No, 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 That's not what happened. That was cocaine. I mean, um, that was... Wait, wow. wait, watch what you say, because you are on Instagram. You don't want to get in trouble. It definitely was um, cocaine made from... Um, Powdered sugar. No, Baby corn powder. starch. <laughs> no, but um, my lovely partner asked me to bring him some padding and some baby powder. So, I left the baby powder in a certain area so it wouldn't be all this, you know, like everywhere. And it was sealed. Well, I go grab my hood out and so we could do a quick photo shoot. And my hood's covered in baby powder because it was left open. What? And it poofed everywhere. Woman. All over me. It looked like you've you ever seen white, white woman. Like that white chick's moment where like poof me and the bitch goes pop. Or like That's Scarf- what happened. Or like Scarface. <laughs> Just remember, Bubby. The one rule uh, from Scarface. Don't don't use your own product. Don't never get high on I your mean, own supply. Exactly. I better tell my mom that. Or no, it's Atlas's mom. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions, puppies? Um, uh, I have tons of questions for you, just because of the fact that you know, right? It's life. But we're going to take a quick break on the podcast, so pee breaks. And just so we can focus on the live stream really quick. So we will be back. Woof. Hey Squirt, it's Barney from Playtime. Now don't tell me you forgot the exciting news. Silly baby, did you fall asleep during story time again? Well, keep your eyes and ears open, little one. Playtime has teamed up with the folks at Kinky Dreams to produce custom adult baby diapers with designs exclusive to Playtime. They've got all sorts of cute prints available, with sizes ranging from small to double XL, meaning they'll fit from a 26 to a 60 inch waist. Plus, once you select your print and size, you can choose how many packs of 10 you want for up to 100 diapers. Now those are some pretty big numbers. Each pair is custom made, combining the comfort and capacity of adult sized diapers with nostalgic prints and retro cartoon characters you've grown to love. This awesome collaboration is available as of Thursday the 18th of November. What are you waiting for? Stay dry this season with Kinky Dreams custom adult baby diapers with prints exclusively at playtime. Welcome back. Woof. Yeah, ooh woo with the ooh woos. Ooh woo of the oos. So I just have to say, um, Griffy, you're a furry. Thank you. Simba, <laughs> we're not disappointing you yet. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Bubby? And you're a soggy butt. Oh, so I realized that I wrote these when I was like drunk. 
<laughs> and I was reading them, and it was like, I freaking love, um, I love freaking smelling baby power diapers and freshly pissed in diapers. <laughs> and other ones, I hate being called a fag, but I, I low-key love being called a diaper fag. <laughs> you see, I'm the same way when I'm, as a puppy, like, if you're like, Mm, that's a good musky smelling fag pup. I'm like, oh my god, yes. But if you call me a fag when I'm not in puppyhood, oh, it pisses me off. And sometimes if people are just calling me a fag, like, just I'm like, yeah, you mm. got fuzz on your head. Oh, but then god. like I'm the person who goes around and like creates words like fabulous. Actually, my sister helped create that word on accident, and so I give Katie photo whatever kind of credits you give to someone who helps you create a fucking name. What the hell did I say? About my grandmother, if it was like, fag, it was like she hasn't she we haven't tar um like fagtism or fagatology. Yeah, fagatology. <laughs> anyway, but um, the question I actually had for you was, um, do people deliberately try to um misgender you on purpose? Sometimes if people find out like that I'm trans, and then like some people will try to ask my dead name, and I'm like. No, why do you want to know that? And, like, I've had other trans friends who've had the same issue. Like, people find out their dead name and then immediately just start using that and, like, completely misgendering the person because they found out they're trans and they don't have a dick. Or, in other case, they have a dick. And so they start, you know, calling, you know, trans girls he and trans guys she. And, you know, I understand sometimes if people do it on accident, I'm not the kind of person who's going to flip out on an accident. But when people do it intentionally, it pisses me off, makes me feel uncomfortable. And, like, I don't – I had a, a coworker who kept deliberately doing it and would do it in front of customers, and the customers would do it, vice versa. Then, like, oof. And the messed up thing about this coworker was she did have a, a cognitive delay. We kept telling her that I'm trans, which we probably just shouldn't have in the first place. But I don't even know how she started this whole thing. She just assumed before I even told anybody else that I was trans that I was a woman – even though the name on my schedule said Brennan and everything, she started calling me Brenna, and I don't I don't know where any of this shit came from, but she just started doing it. And then I went to my manager, and she said she's harmless. Just try to ignore it. And I was like, Danny, it's really hard to ignore when she's doing it to customers, and then customers are doing it to me, and then they're coming back the next day, continuing to do it because they heard her doing it. Right. Like if I'm gonna be seeing some of these people over and over again, like this shit's gotta stop. I know sometimes like being it, around your grandmother, sometimes she accidentally calls you by your dead name well she calls me alex which is not the same as the actual dead name that's one of the first male names that i went by am i allowed to ask what your dead name is if you don't have to if you don't want to i mean it's it's alex but if you add an is at the end okay i was just curious because i was like i don't think i've actually ever heard it i was like because obviously i know you guys you know Brennan and, and Simba. Right. And Simba. But, like, some of my family still calls me Alex, because that's just how I initially, like, came out. And if you look at my name, like, when I fully display it, the name that I'm going to have it changed to is Brennan David Alexander Crawford. That way I can keep elements of, like, um, the Brennan David comes from the male name that my parents chose for me. And the Alexander is basically the derivative of the birth name that they also chose for me. So, in a way, I felt like it honored all of the names while still being able to allow me to be me. So, right. um, I want to say Doghouse Leather waved at all of us. Hi, Doghouse Leather! Woof! Yeah, because, you know, I just noticed that it was a really, really cute name. Because And we have people from Germany and the UK have both said that, you know, hi. Hi. Yeah. 
So that's really cute and stuff. Very uwu. Yeah. Very uwu indeed. Yes, it is. So another question I have for you, since you're in the hot is, seat. Yeah, this is the hot seat. Right. Um. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel like you're in danger because of the fact that you are trans? Sometimes. Like, for instance, um, there are instances where I, I'll be I'll be walking downtown. My, my mom lives, like, right smack dab in the middle of downtown Columbus, like, near the state house. And so... The when, nationwide building. The nationwide building. When people want to protest, they do it there. But it's right in the middle of, like, my direct path to things that I need to go to for my parents, like CVS, the dollar store, and da-da-da-da. And if I don't know a protest is going on, I'm typically going to walk on the, the east side of High Street to get to some of these places because that's the side of the street i got to be on. And that's the side of the street the state house is on. And I've walked through a couple of pro-Trump rallies and a few anti-abortion, pro-life things. And people have tried to, like, hand me stuff. And, like, I'll have my little, like, I used to have a, a lanyard that was a gay pride lanyard. And I would, like, hold that up to them and be like, nah, go, go away. And then, like, sometimes I would, like, depending on you know, the situation, I would, like, kind of just tuck it in a little bit, and then, like, I'm just gonna not, you know, attract attention to myself, just because there are just instances where, like, you don't know the type of people that are around, and if you advertise too much, you might get into some trouble. Right. And people aren't afraid to assault someone on the streets of downtown Columbus, believe me, like, that shit happens a lot. Yeah. Um, even working at Walgreens, People would ask me what the tattoo on my forearm is, and it's the molecular symbol for testosterone. And some people would ask, like, "Oh, why would you get that?" And I'm just like, "Do I tell them I'm I'm trans?" And like, you know, I would just be like, "Oh, well, you know, I uh, sometimes I'd make up a story about just naturally having a low testosterone and needing to be put on hormones." Um, some people would just recognize it and then see my necklace and be like, "I got you. I know exactly." And I'd be like, "Okay, cool. I don't have to hide shit from you." But yeah, like, because the first time I met you, I asked what your symbol on your necklace was. Cause yeah, I didn't the, know. I didn't know that was the trans symbol. Yeah, and I was like, that's kind of interesting because I thought it was like something like, I don't know. I thought it was just a different symbol, right? Because some people get like the they wear the pentagram or right. they wear like a puppy paw. Right. I thought it was like a symbol of something, something like else, that. right? And then I asked, and you're like, that's the trans symbol. I was like. Oh, I should have seen that coming because I knew you were trans already. Right. But I just didn't put two and two together. I didn't recognize that symbol at first. Some people, when I would tell them that my t- my uh, tattoo is the molecular symbol of testosterone, they would just kind of laugh. Um, and I knew that they were laughing because it's like, oh, why would a guy get testosterone tattooed on him? Are you really trying to be that macho? Like, yes, actually, I am. I want to advertise my Mighty Mighty Man juice to the world. <laughs> I laugh every time you call your testosterone your Mighty Mighty Man juice. Mighty Mighty Man juice tea's great. So, okay, um, so real quick, Bubby, we weighed Simba this morning, because I was like, Simba, you're like 95 pounds sucking weight. He's like, no, I'm heavier than that, I guarantee you. So I got the scale out, and at first it was in kilograms, and I was like, okay, you're about 26 kilograms, like, I don't know what the fuck that is in pounds. But I'm sure the people in Germany and the UK know. Yeah, so I was like, how many stones are you? I don't know. (laughs) We figured it out, when we figured it out on how to set up the pounds. So, I'm 102 pounds. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. And then Simba was able to pick up 148-pound me the other day like I was, like it was nothing. I was Seriously, like, I, so I started on my stomach. He was on my back. We were wrestling, and I went from, like, my stomach to one knee to two knees to all fours to standing up with him on my back to walking around my room with him on my back, just draped over me. Because we both had our puppy hoods on. We were both, like, wrestling and moshing. And actually, I know you're piggybacking me around the bedroom like it was nothing. I was like... 
damn, that Mighty Mighty Mantis is amazing. Fuck yeah, it is. And then you flex this more, and I was like, damn, that man juice. Okay. It was like, you're like, six pack. I'm like, damn, puppy, them arms in that six pack. I gotta show off a little bit. So, you gotta um, flex so, a little bit. So, somebody asked if, like, what type of trans person you are. Um, I'm female to male. So, I was born a female and I'm transitioning to a male. And then also, um, hi, Mr. Ron. Um, I saw your message. I was just trying to get that in. Because I saw you say hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, there's really no offensive questions, really. So, Ryan was originally kind of scared to ask that question because they didn't want to sound off- offensive. Right. But, to me, I feel like th- there's a difference between asking for clarification that, and then being offensive. If you were deliberately saying something to be offensive... It's not a question. And I mean, like, here's a fun story. I had a boyfriend. He lives in North Carolina. Now he's, of course, an ex-boyfriend. By the way, Matt, if you for some odd reason see this, I still want my stuff back. (laughs) Still want my stuff back. Please and thank you. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Um, His mom is amazing. I love her. Lija, absolutely great. Still love her. Um, But she knew I was trans. And she... She thought I was the opposite of tra- opposite way. She thought I was male to female, that I was trying to transition to a female. And Matt told her, no, mom, he was born a female and he's transitioning to a male. She went to nursing school. She looks at him and goes, there's no way. He's built too masculine. Like, are you, are you sure? And he's like, mom, I, I am sure. He, he, she didn't know we were a thing. She didn't know we were dating. She didn't know he was gay. So he couldn't say, mom, I've seen him naked. Trust me, I know. Um, but he's like, no, mom, trust me, he's... He was born a girl. He just looks like... And, you know, I have the Adam's apple, which confuses so many people. Why do I not have one? I want one. And so, like, you know, there's this whole theory amongst my my, some of my friends that, like, I might be intersex and they really want me to get my doctor to DNA test me. And my mom has this theory, too. So, like, this isn't the first time I've heard this insane shit. Um, But, yeah, so, like, you know, it's just me rocking the, you know, mystery. No one actually quite knows what I am, but I am a guy. I promise you. You got big dick energy. Hell yeah! Someone on Grinder actually dead eyes messaged me one day and just out of the blue just was like, "I love your big dick energy." And I just responded with, "I'm gonna take that as a compliment because I'm trans and I don't have a dick." And he's like, "Bro, it makes up for it." I remember you explaining, or not really explaining, but tell me about the um when you first learned the word "bussy." Oh, I fucking hate that word. Oh, you know I hate your da- damn dad jokes. Just shut the fuck up. Okay, they're so- not dad jokes; they're daddy jokes. Anyway. The word bussy. Okay, so I knew that it meant boy, pussy, but I assumed it was a trans thing. Wrongly, of course. I didn't know it meant ass. I assumed wrongly that it was a trans thing. So when someone on Meet Me and I were, like, getting feisty and, like, wanting to exchange nudes, and he's like, show me your boy pussy. I just whipped it out. I was like, and he's like, that is not, no, uh uh-uh, no. What the fuck is that? I was like, I'm trans. Did you not read? No, I didn't read that shit. What are you talking about? No one reads bios blocked so i wish that's how i was introduced to that word was with that story because that would have been the best thing because it makes sense to me it does <laughs> oh, and like i've had other terms thrown around at me like bonus hole boy oh my god yeah that was a fun that's a whole ass porn site actually it really is <laughs> maybe i could be a star on there one day so 
I was I saw your skateboard in your bedroom. I was like, oh puppy, can you skateboard? Yeah, I got a I got a hundred sixty five dollar longboard that I got from Puerto Rico. That and was a fun trip on the plane with that thing. I told Simba, I was like, Puppy, if you do go completely blind, I was like, you know what you should do? You should be like a blind skateboarder. Like have the cane tapping the ground as you're skateboarding. And there is this blind skateboarder named Dan Mancina. And we got Mr. Dan Mancina to come to the blind school one year. If you look on YouTube and look up ABC4 blind skateboarder comes to Ohio State School for the Blind, you'll get to see my ass on a news broadcast. And that was like right when I started testosterone. You will definitely hear a noticeably change of how my voice sounded back then to like today. And when they say a senior at the Ohio State School for the Blind and you see my face, you think to yourself, no, there's no way. There's no way. But yeah, no, he came to the school and uh, he skateboarded for all the kids. He has a, a, a disease called retinitis pigmentosa, which just kind of slowly eats away um, at the vision is sometimes it starts from the edges and you know goes in sometimes you get this um condition that's a variant of it called star guards we have like spots in like basically dead vision spots and all over your eyes and it gets worse over time um but yeah so he started to lose his sight and he was a skateboarder and he's like i want to keep doing this so he did and then he showed all of us how to skateboard i already knew so i actually got to spend a week of my school time teaching all the other blind kids how to skateboard instead of actually doing a lot of classwork and that was like golden for me shout so, out to miss brewer my athletics director for hooking me up with not having to do school work for a week how do you teach blind people to skate because like obviously i'm a person that i i visually have to look at things right how um, do you teach them to do that it was definitely interesting um i worked with a lot of the younger kids um we actually did have one kid who had balance issues. So when getting him on a skateboard, because we just wanted to get him on there so he could feel included. Uh-huh. Um, so we put him on there. I had the I had the instructor holding him upright so she could keep his balance because I wasn't going to drop the poor kid. Uh, and I got down on all fours, puppy style, and was pushing the skateboard for him around the gym. But with a lot of the other kids, we would start by teaching them how to stand on the boards. And we had them all padded up with knee pads and elbow pads and helmets and everything. They were completely safe, I promise. Um we actually had tactile lines um, put down on the gym floor anyway because of goalball, which is a, a whole different kind of sport that blind people play. You can look that up on YouTube. I'm not going to explain it right now. But um, so we had some tactile lines on the gym floor. The kids could like run over and like kind of tell. And everyone knew how a goalball court was laid out. So they knew if they hit a certain line where they were in the gym roughly, which is pretty interesting. Um, some of the kids tried to use their canes. Some of the kids would just kind of like drift for a few seconds and then get scared and get off. But it was still a pretty good experience for all of them. And then... You know, they got to see and have audio description from yours truly of what Dan Mancina was doing. So. So, I have a question that's going to take a little turn because of the fact that you're talking about that. So, obviously, you're partially blind. Right. With a degenerative, degenerative eye condition that could potentially get worse. So, were you born with great vision in both eyes? Oh, no. So, technically, I was born with cataracts in my eyes, so when I was born, I could only see some light perception. Um, the cataracts then had to be removed, and me and my sister were both born with cataracts, but they removed our things in different ways. Her surgeon did both of her eyes and removed the cataracts in one single go. It was just like, boom, boom, that's the end of a surgery. Um, but my doctor was like, boom, one surgery, waited to do the left eye, boom, another surgery. So that cataract, that got really used to being on my left eye for a while, and that's partially why I think this eye is a little bit worse because again they for the scar tissue removal went boom one surgery boom waited to do that other one last and that one had a lot of scar tissue on it and that causes a lot of damage um so this is the really bad eye the left eye and this is the one I'm trying to save the right eye and uh 
I'd really like it to stay that way. So, yeah. But like I have told you before, puppy, if you do go completely blind, I will get like one of those harnesses that has the handle on it, and I'll be your eye seeing dog. Your smile, my service puppy. Yes, I will get a service vest that says be, he could be our daredevil. Woof, dare puppy. Yeah, yes. do the damn um echolocation bat thing zoo bat thing oh man i can't i can't i can't oh my god i can hear dead space if i have a blindfold on and i'm traveling with my eyes completely covered i can tell when i'm in an empty room versus a room with things in it but i cannot tell exactly where the things are and i will probably run into them i don't do good with echolocation i (laughs) have listened to far too many loud music tracks for that so i remember the first time i met you um so i said this on the last episode but i remember walking up to you and be like because i was like oh yeah we're right here and you went I'm blind. Remember, I went, oh, yeah, I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came and found me. Yeah, because I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just told this blind person. To find this, like, I got to say, though, I was in a red car and I was like, OK, I'll do my best. But like, I suck at like telling what kinds of cars or what. Yeah, because I was like, it's this type of model with this type. And he went, I'm blind. Remember, I went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling Simba last night, I was like, you know, puppy, we had talk to each other on pub space and before talking to each other on telegram i said we had been talking for about two weeks i was like i low-key was kind of upset and jealous i was like because i was like excited to, to you know be introduced and meet you first and then meet you or you know, invite your introduce me to dylan and all the everyone other else I was like and then you sent me a picture of like all of you hanging out in front of bubby's house passing out candy and i was, at work, I was like you bitch <laughs> i can't believe you betrayed me and yeah. then it's like, okay, when I call someone bitch, it's not a derogatory bitch. It's like a bitch. Yeah, it's like how the drag queens call each other bitch. It's like a playful thing. I was like, oh, you bitch, you betrayed me. I'm sorry. And like I said, it it was kind of like a last minute thing. And right. It, I just wanted to see if anybody wanted to. Pass out candy. Yeah, pass out candy. You know, Mr. was setting me up, and Dylan was setting me up, and then I was like, I'm off at five, and then Dylan thought he meant I was off in five minutes. I misread it and stuff, and so... Then they had to wait for like an hour. But guess what? We made it in time. We did. Oh, thank gosh. And I didn't realize the children can be freaking savages. Oh, yeah. They destroyed our candy. We were only out there for like an hour and a half. Oh, and then freaking Foxy lost a bag of candy, and he's like... There's no more candy. I was like, I swear to God, I bought like 12 bags of candy. There's more upstairs. And then um, I think Mystery went upstairs, brings down that bag of candy. And I was like, huh, look, Bobby, it's right there. <laughs> Sir Bubbington. Yes. Sir Hammy of the Bubbingtons. Oh my gosh, he called me yesterday. I said, um, you're afraid this, and this is a disappointment. How may I help you? This is what? <laughs> I said, the, he called and I said, you're a furry, and this is a disappointment. How may I help you? <laughs> Poor Foxy. We always pick on him. He's like, you guys are so mean to me. Why do I hang out with you? I was like, Bubba, you know we're joking, and you get free food. Right. And not like that, there's a difference from us being mean to him and tough love. He does so much stupid things in his life. He deserves I more. Can't, I, guys, I can't do that. I don't got money. Lily. And- Five hours later, is that a freaking party in Athens? Yeah. But you have, they th- didn't know you had gas money. Thought you couldn't. Bobby, it's not that deep. It's not that or, deep. Or better yet, he goes, I don't have money. 
oh, I got $2,000. I'm going to go buy a new camera lens. Instead of fixing my four shitbox cars I have sitting in the driveway, that my driveway is now becoming a junkyard. It's pissing my parents off. Right. Oh, my God. His house is, is, is in the HOA area. I can't wait until they start towing shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> He'll call me up and be like, Bobby, I'm upset. They took the 350. <laughs> no, it's Bobby. I'm upset right now. I'm sad. Why? Mother Teresa yelled at me. Why? What'd you do this time? Well, you know, the the cars need moved in driveway and the timing belt is about to break. And, it, you know, it's going to cost me $1,200 to get a new timing belt and blah, blah. And the car's only worth $900. I'm like, okay, but it's your daily driver, right? It's going, it's, it's going to go out any day soon. Nay, go any go out anytime soon. And then you will have what? a car to Fuck drive fix because it, you can't it. fix any of your cars. I'm like, boy, I'd rather spend $1,200 on a $900 car to get me through winter rather than it breaking down and having to drive my nice car, my 350Z, in the fucking snow. Hashtag Foxy fix your damn cars. Right. But yeah, he'll go out and spend $2,000 on a camera and lenses. This is why we'll never make a GoFundMe page for him. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Bubby, can you give me some money? No. Or like the hotel, right? I told him, I said, he goes, Bubby, I have money. I was like, good. Give me $65 for your portion of the hotel bill. Bubby, I'll give it to you at the hotel. No, you won't. He goes, why do you say that? I said, because anytime you have spare money, you fucking spend it on stupid shit. I was like, right. you best give me the money now. Otherwise, you're not staying in the hotel room. I was like, because I'm not paying for you. If you show up and don't have any money for the hotel room, guess what? You're going to stay at Bubby's house or you're going to go outside and sleep in your car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I told him, I was like, so you do have money. Because remember, I told you he bought that damn car that, that, he's, that he said, I'm joking. I'm not really going to buy it. And then buys it. So I said, you do have money for food, right? He went, No. Was I supposed to have my food? He said, yeah, we told you this. Bubby. I said, don't worry. We're only going to go to like Urban Conference. It's like $100 per person. It's fine. He's like, Bubby, I'll just skip out then. I said, oh, you're going to skip out for four days? Yeah, I'll just like get McDonald's or something. Oh, but he did say he wanted 360 Borgor. Oh, my gosh. He's how he's going to freaking for that. It's like freaking $12 for one damn burger. Yeah. But the shit slaps it. Oh, my God. Mm. Have you had that yet? No. Oh my gosh. I would take you there, but it's not much to see. Ha. It's like a roadside bar. Ha. Almost. Forget it. Not much to see. Yeah. Ha. You're the opposite of John Cena. Ha. I'm John oh. Blind. I still literally walked into your grandma's house. I literally wanted to go. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Mayor is fucking awesome. Everyone loves my grandmother. Dude, so I told her, I said, because she's talking about Jack Daniels, right? And yeah. I said, Oh, I have a bottle of apple pie moonshine out in my car. I was like, it's legitimate, you know, backwoods, you know, West Virginia moonshine that is in a mason jar. And she, I was like, I will have to bring it in for you to try some. That bitch drank two glasses of moonshine. I was like, now you have to sip it. You know, it's moonshine. Sip it. Don't shoot it. Nah, she, she don't know that. Oh, yeah. uh, she sipped it. But she finished it. She goes, Griff, can I have some more, please? Can uh, I have some more? And then I asked. Dale's because he had one glass like Dale would drink another glass he goes oh no he goes I'm starting to feel it he goes I'm gonna go sit in my recliner <laughs> we left and he's basically going the fuck out oh yeah he went in his chair dead ass to the world I was like damn so I remember the, when I first went over there um, he was listening to Jaws yeah and because I, I walked in I was like this See, boy's literally listening to a shark story right now. They listen to their audiobooks at normal speed, whereas I crank mine up to double speed, and then, like, yeah. 
holy shit, I was trying to listen to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone last night on your <laughs> audiobook. I'm like, I can hear some words. Like, I've seen the movie, I know, and I've read the book. I know what's being said. It's just going so fast in my brain trying to comprehend a thousand words all at once. Like, I had to gradually speed it up to get to that point. I think right now it's actually technically set at 2.6. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, like I said, I'm hearing every other word. I'm like, I know what's going on. So, like, I, I can um, hear the key points. Amar was like, when, we, when we're reading things, he's like, just watch it like times two. I'm just like, uh, normal speed. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you'll get through it. You'll hear Bill here. I'm like, I will. I'm like, I can barely understand my own notes. Just yeah, just make not. me watch it at double speed. Be like, yeah, no. yeah, I got. This. I know your handwriting sucks because you're like, Bubby, translate my. It's like I don't know what the fuck you're saying. See, Bullshit. My handwriting's good, but it's so tiny that I can't read my own handwriting. How's that bad? So when you're actually like quick, quick jot. I can't read it. When you're quick jotting notes, I'm like, and not using complete sentences. Boy, let's. You want me to? I will find. Let me find your freaking. Okay, I'll find your notes, because Mikey's notes are in here, too. Okay, Griffey's? When you're in Headspace, what is your favorite snack drink? How is that hard to read? How is that hard to come Versus in? mine. And I can't Mikey's. read it any. I can't read it all. That's okay. But I'm saying, like, when you're quick jotting. That is my quick jotting. Anyway. Fight me. Fight mystery. He wants to fight. He said he was in a fighting Ew, this morning. Why could you? Oh, I can't believe you just did that. That's like revolting. Ugh. Nasty. Woof. Yeah, mystery is here. He just didn't want to be on the podcast. He's still with us. He's over in the audience chair. More like behind it. <laughs> well, in the corner. Well, that's still an audience chair. The floor is seating. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna knock on some wood. That these cats, oh, she knows she's about to start fucking shit already. Um, <laughs> that these cats stay pleasant. So we just put our Christmas tree up, and I'm praying that it looks cute all year round and doesn't get knocked over. And um, so every person that comes to my house, they get a special ornament, and so I got Pikachu. Yeah, Simba got Pikachu. I bought Griffey's one last year. I want to update it, though. Well, then update it. I will. But everybody gets, like, a special ornament. And so, I found a dinosaur one this year. And I'm just really excited. Um, Because I love dinosaurs, if you don't know. There's, like, tons of dinosaurs actually throughout my house. So, Mystery said that he was going to make me and Simba a custom jock. And me. I want a custom jock. Yeah, yours is going to be... Blue with orange puppy paws and light blue dinosaurs, and it's gonna look like sort of like a dipper, but it's oh gonna be gosh. a jock strap. We'll have to put some padding in there for you that way you can <laughs> your jock We can strap. put like little things that look like the tape, yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all are embarrassing! Oh, thank gosh. I thought, oh. you were about to, I thought you were about to diaper pat me. I was like, <laughs> oh god, we, we already know you're a soggy boy. Uh, soggy, nah, boy. soggy boy. So, I love how people are like, uh, how Casey was like, oh, Griffey, Dylan's being mean to me. I'm like, Bubby, am I going to have to put you in timeout again? Yes. Because, you know, you're always picking on Casey. You're being mean to Casey. Yes. You need to be nice to him. I will. And I think that's actually a great um, stopping point because Reese's time is about over. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, be nice to your friends, guys. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Hashtag Dylan Blake. Oh my gosh. Doghouse, Slather. Why are you trying to... Oh my gosh. Expose it, the bab. Yeah, they just expose the bab. Oh my gosh. You want to see Dylan's diaper pictures? Go to Twitter at Blake Dylan. Oh my gosh. Anyways, Simba, since people didn't realize you have other social media accounts... How shall they reach you? All right. My Instagram is alexstrange69. That's alex, A-L-Y-X, underscore strange69. Simbapup. It's uh, my TikTok and my Twitter. It's XX Simbapup XX with capital X's on either end. But with TikTok, it really doesn't matter. Um, you have Twitter, too. I said Twitter. TikTok uh, and, and Twitter are the same uh, thing. Sweet. That was like the one you never use. And, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's all my... That's this year's goal, is to get Simba to start working on his Twitter more often. I am a, I am a horrible Twitter poster. I, I do not post very often. Sometimes I forget it even exists until someone was like, oh, hey, did you see that tweet? And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, Twitter. Griffey. Yes. How shall they find you? On the internet. Hey. The, I, I, that's mine. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> at pup griff, pat, pu, at pup underscore griff on TikTok. And Instagram. And, and then Twitter is Griff underscore Pup. Yes, I have TikTok again. So, I do have TikTok, but it doesn't really matter because that's just my vanilla one and my dad looks at it. Um, <laughs> so, my Instagram is Dylan Blake underscore official. And then my Twitter is Blake Dylan. So, yeah, follow all of us and, you know, we'll all just like give you love. Pats. Slide into these DMs. And make and, sure that all your little babs are padded. Yeah, I will definitely like diaper pat you. And if you ever just want me to snoof, I love snoofing. I will support. That's right. I support. I make sure that the dolls are padded. And somehow I accidentally got padded in front of Simba, which really embarrasses me. No, 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 I no, was, no, no, no. That's going to have to be a, I know, a story for a different I know. Day. Exactly. Just saying. So look forward to that. <laughs> but Reese's time is over, so we must all say goodbye, farewell. Goodbye. Oh. Goodbye. We will see you again next I, week. I don't know. Next week. I don't know if I'll ever see you again, so like we shall sniff again. Yes. Because puppies We'll hear from you. Yes. yes. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.